0: For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app available on Android devices. Episode one twenty three. Wait a second, are, are, we are we not doing Audacity? No. Whoa! achievement. Right? I'm yeah, going to start, start it backup. now. Go ahead, start <laughs> it now.
1: Okay, I started just in case. It doesn't
0: wow. Well, I'm a little rusty, <laughs> I guess. You know, I've been uh, been like a week, whatever, you know. And then here I am, just fall off the rails. But it is what it is, man. Is this 123? What is this? 123, 124? Where are we at? I think it's at it's at least 150, 170. It might be. Oh, cool guy, Zach. Look at you. Whoa, man. look at his glasses.
1: Podcaster to to to
2: aviators. What? No. Do I need to get
1: my aviators? Yeah. Dude, I think if you, you want, want to be legit, hashtag submersion fresh for life, yo. Listeners, shout at it. Kyle here will send you a hundred dollars.
0: Cash money. Whoa. See, in the
2: near future Zach's mic broke up there See, we're going to sound like dog shit with uh, audacity uh,
0: he's fine he's he's all right
2: i've got
3: audacity running
0: yeah man
2: he's got to figure no, it figure. out no i'm i'm saying we we'll never we'll never be able to do away with audacity
3: never say never let's find okay, out but yeah hit up oh. Kyle
2: he'll send you he'll send you money if you need it that yeah, was a transition a, he's, a, he's a
0: philanthropist i guess now apparently i'm a philanthropist so
1: kyle what's, Kyle? what's your license plate for a philanthropist
0: my license plate. If you're a philanthropist, what's your license yeah.
1: plate, say?
0: I uh, less than heart two than G I V. Oh, I like Cal,
1: that. Cal, do you like the show Rest Development?
0: Yes. Have you seen every episode? I guess not. <laughs> 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 okay. I haven't seen like the newest seasons and stuff. Like I watched, what was it like? What what they have three seasons that were on air or something? And then they did yeah. like the little Russia thing. And then I, I tried watching the Netflix one and that oh, first God. one, I know it was so, it was so disjointed and stuff and they like totally what like redid it essentially afterwards. Cause it was so screwed up, but pretty much. Okay.
2: The, uh, yeah, the Netflix one suck. I feel like a lot of shows do the, the therapist, the rapist joke. I mean always sunny even did the full on rapist
0: philanthropist joke.
1: Hmm. Oh. Sorry, Kyle, I'm not trying to be a dick here.
0: No, you're fine, it, man. It's the glasses. I, no okay. dude, it went here's my head and it just went right over it, man. Okay.
2: Yeah. What was the license plate? I forget now. Well,
0: it was <laughs> just it just it, whatever way it was, it just
1: looked like full on rapist. So. Oh, okay. And Tobias drove it, like it was Tobias's yeah, license Tobias's plate. Tobias's character so yeah, good. There, in that there's show. another
2: one though. There's another Tobias license plate. Well, Tobias has so many. He's like the funniest one. He has so many funny jokes. Yes, a new a new start, and it said anus, anus tart. Anus tart. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My
3: uh, and welcome to the uh, Arrested Development podcast, where we recap vaguely remembering jokes from Arrested Development.
2: Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of arrested development podcasts.
3: No, but our podcast is about vaguely remembering the jokes from different things. Oh, like yeah, there. we so haven't watched it is... in
0: years and we're just trying <laughs> yeah, to recall yeah, yeah.
3: no it. Right. I'm re- pretty good at that. No rewatch is allowed. Right. So next next week's episode I think is Family Matters. And as far as I remember, it's mostly Urkel being like, Did I do that? I, <laughs> I think. I would agree. Yes. Yeah.
2: I'm pretty good about getting halfway through a story and then forgetting the the punchline from the from the joke. Right. So this would be great for me.
0: Now there's there's a big question here. Are we even gonna keep going after this episode? Because Thursday, yeah, PlayStation 5's coming out. Ooh. Zach and I are Ooh. officially retired because that's all we're gonna do. And oh, uh yeah, we better be gaming on Call of Duty, right? Like that's oh, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be on. Okay. People hey,
1: want to challenge hey, us, you can fight us. I, when we're done with this episode, remind me about that. I have to talk to you about something.
0: Oh, scandalous! Oh goodness! Yeah,
1: after that, that's for you the second playing, episode. You guys playing of the of Cold War podcast. one?
0: Oh yeah, yep. I've been spending way Cross too much play, money baby on video game things coming out. So
2: looks like they got Ronald Reagan in that one, and Do uh they? Uh, yeah. Was that Kurt Russell?
0: Dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty awesome. I'm I excited. Think it's I'm excited cross-play. for more of our Halo, Halo Nights, honestly, because I just, I snagged one of these today and I was like, hoo-wee, man, here we go. It's sweet. You know, I'm
2: always ready for Halo Nights.
0: Zach didn't see it. He wasn't even looking. It was a blue controller. I saw it. Oh, man, he did look. Wow, you're good. You are good. You can't yeah. tell with those aviators. I know, man. He's looking everywhere. <laughs> All I can see I is like real- his screen. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what is this? What are we doing now? <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) man, I certainly don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows anymore. Uh, We didn't even open how we said we were going to open, but hey. We butchered this one. We should really
1: open with a moment of silence. It's true. So does uh, Jamie, would you like to say why?
3: Well, it's a big week. The
2: date Uh, is November 10th. Yeah.
3: 2020. It was a big week in terms of celebrity deaths, as people may have heard. Very somber news. That's Sean Connery, the one and only, the one we celebrated the 90th. He gave away something for his 90th birthday not that long ago. Played a terrible video game in his memory, or not his memory at the point, but in his honor. And now we're doing this podcast in his memory because he passed away at the age of 90 years old. That's and not to be yeah. outdone. And his then rival. Yeah. Then not to be outdone. Was it yesterday or the day before? I, I can't remember. The day before day before Alex Trebek passes
2: away Sunday Sunday Alex Trebek his arch nemesis from Celebrity Jeopardy passed away So, so
1: I will say if we get enough feedback it'll the four of us will do a 24 hour live stream playing the hunt for red October and we just we
3: just keep going yeah if we All get right. enough feedback though guys enough, enough feedback it's got to be enough yeah. you got to hit that threshold of enough and you'll know it when you hit it i'll just leave yeah, it that you will <laughs> we get to pick it. No.
2: yeah um are we launching into a james bond movie month now or uh sean connery james bond micro movie month or what's what's the plan here
0: there's General no plan. Will be good. All right. We'll figure it out. There's no plan. We'll fi- we will but at the very, this very least,
2: this episode, we are dedicating to the honor of, of, and memory of Sean Connery.
0: Yes, we are. Yeah. On that note. began as an innocent conversation among friends, would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artists formerly known as Bram, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle L. Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. Oh, you look at that, man. You got the aviators in the middle of the intro. We need to do this
1: like every morning when I'm on my way to work, just so I get like pumped up,
0: a little jazzed up. Yeah. Do you have to? Mine would be short walk. I'm working from home mostly, so (laughs) me too. Yeah.
2: Guys, is System of a Down releasing two songs the the greatest thing or only good thing at this point that's happened in twenty twenty?
3: Hmm. I wouldn't say it's the only good thing that's happened in 2020. What what else oh. is good? Well, I mean there's some recent events that I was pretty happy about. Maybe some other people aren't so happy about, but uh I am. Yeah, Kyle. What? What do you think of me? I know well Kyle wanted I know Kyle wanted Kanye. 100 percent He came, came up just short. Just short. Just short.
2: I was gonna I was good gonna vote though. for Kanye if he was on our ballot, but I had to write him in. Which I was also prepared to do, but I also had to write in the vice president, which you don't have to do in some states.
0: The know, They're really the testing vice. you.
2: Yeah, you have to, I'm like, oh, if I don't know this lady's name. I knew it was a lady. Well,
0: but you could write in well, anyone. Anyway. Whatever. He was on our but ballot. I, Minnesota had the second highest a, number of Kanye last votes, and oh. Tennessee had number one overall. So, looks like I'm going to be promising moving. A win in
2: 2024 yeah yeah
3: because what did he say we're talking about
1: we're talking about the election we really should
3: be talking about sean connery's this
2: is not a political podcast
3: six yeah let's let's not get into politics sixth movie as james bond the seventh in the series uh having come back to the role um after missing one um but yeah, I don't know. Do you guys know and I guess this is maybe stepping on the reviews of it. Was this a well-regarded one at the time? I didn't really even know. Is, this is considered a good, a good question. one? Uh, I think at the now time,
2: it's, yes. It doesn't have a very good review anymore. Um,
1: no, it's decreased in time, but it's right. definitely at the time because I looked this stuff up. So believe me. <laughs> but at the time, people were like, yes.
3: okay," And then, yeah, so it's Sean Connery as James Bond, rest in peace. And then we have Jill St. John as Tiffany Case, uh, which I guess you'd call the the Bond girl, one of the Bond girls. Or Batman. Yeah. You'd call her Batman? Batman?
1: Well, no, she was in the old Batman
3: show. Nah. Oh. And then Charles Gray as Ernst Blofeld, Stavro Blo- Blofeld. Um, and then probably, I guess you'd say, there's a few other people. Um, Plenty O'Toole is this kind of like a random American Bond girl, just kind of Weird and thrown in there, and I think probably um, uh, Bruce Glover and Putter Smith were the other two that I really like. That's Mister Winton, Mister Kid. Uh, they were really mm-hmm. kind of funny, and I didn't, I, I didn't totally understand what the strict was. Did, did, were they like a pair? Were they known outside they were, of Bond? Yeah, they were. Something like
0: that? They oh, were really? lovers. They were. Yeah, no, they were a
3: homosexual couple. Yeah. Yeah, but but I, I guess I'm wondering, were they paired up? Because they were hitmen, it made sense to take. Were they from something else, basically? Or, or yeah, they were hitmen. Specific? No, they're specific to Bond, though.
1: They were a hitman, okay. In the book, they were a hitman from like this secret organization. In the movie, I think they're just hired hitmen, right? His gooners
2: Yeah, uh, they're just villains. You know, every every movie the got their own is The only the only this Bond the ones they
3: appeared in. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, they, the, uh, they, they, the way they acted was was a little bit strange, just like a little mm-hmm. bit flat. I don't know if that was Mr. Kid. Was he the one that was a little more flat? I yeah. With the agree. with the amazing They're hair. Supposed to amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mr. Yeah, Mr. I mean, I, Mr. Kidd definitely had very few acting credits before and after. Uh Mr. Went uh still acts to this day. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, they're both still alive, but uh, Mr. Went is still an actor. Uh, Mr. Kid only has like five acting credits.
0: Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I didn't,
3: I didn't know if that was some something they were from something else or had been recurring characters or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they looked
2: super familiar to me. And it's probably just because I saw this movie when I was a kid, but.
0: Maybe.
3: Um, so does anyone else have anything to mention before we dive on into this uh, recap?
0: Well, Plenty O'Toole, who you mentioned, is played by Lena Wood, who's sister to. The uber famous Natalie Wood. Mm.
2: Uh, I have a question. We obviously, yeah. as you said, plenty of tools, a punny name or whatever you want to call it. Was there is there something with Wint and Kid that I'm missing?
3: No, I don't know. I don't think so. Because that's from the and that's from the novel. Novel did the novel were the novels as on the nose kind of their, tricky with those names. Yeah. I don't know because like, it's not know. like Blofeld is like a crazy weird name or anything. No. And that's is from it, the though?
0: novels. So. Imagine if you were in school and your teacher was Mr. Blofeld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would that's true. <laughs> that would be pretty tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he makes make some jokes. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry yeah. to anybody out there who's got that name. I'm not saying I would, but Jamie right. would. For, For sure. Jamie. 100%. Jamie
3: would. He guy's such a
0: he's a monster. Mm-hmm.
3: Monster man. That's what they call me. Uh, but anyways, getting it's into, into it. the intro. We open and James Bond, 007, Sean Connery reprising his role. Everyone's like, who's that? That's not my favorite, George Lazenby. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm Sean Connery. And I'm here to kick some A because I don't swear. And uh, he's there to take out Blofeld once and for all. Now, do you guys know, was this the first time Blofeld was in the series or no? He's been recurring. No, he's recurring. been in it, but no. this was like
0: this this guy's first iteration of the character, right? I mean, Someone, this actor's first portrayal.
1: Been, no actor has played Blofeld twice.
3: Ah, okay. Like why?
1: Ex- except maybe, uh, maybe what's his name? Um, the newer one, the new one. Uh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say, that guy. Right.
2: So, anyways, my... I haven't seen any of the new ones. James think
3: Bond of. is there. He's pursuing him. Blowfield's in the middle of of tr- gonna have some cosmetic surgery. Uh, or at least that's kind of implied. It's like, oh, it seems like he's getting plastic surgery to not look like Blofeld anymore. James Bond comes in. There's someone after having surgery resting in like a mud pit and he goes up and the guy comes out, has a gun. Uh, Sean Connery knocks it, James Bond knocks it out of his hand. They have a little bit of a scuffle and eventually he drowns this person. When he brings the person out of the mud, it's not Blofeld at all. It doesn't look like him at all. And Blofeld comes out and he's like, ah, you interrupted me right before, you know, we were able to finish making him look like me. So he was creating doubles of himself uh, through surgical means. And um, they now get into a a bit of fisticuffs with each other, with the real Blofeld. And eventually it seems like he drowns drowns him in a pit of mud. So it's a bunch of mud, pushes Blofeld in there, tied to a thing. And then he's dead, quote unquote.
0: Yes. And one of the best things here, because there's always kinds of wacky and zany things that James Bond has, right? Just hidden up his sleeve. And literally, this time, something was hidden up his sleeve. A guy goes to get him and grab his gun or something and reaches into his sleeve. And essentially, there's a mouse trap in there. And, grabs oh, yeah, the guy's and I was like, that's amazing. Who's doing this? Who's putting something like that up their shirt sleeve?
3: So at this point, because they have taken out Blofeld and basically their main enemies out of there. Their uh, adversary, James Wan is brought back in, and um, MI6 is is kind of brought into a they, they just they, need, they need a new client, and there's this like diamond mine that's basically like okay, let me get you you know up to date on this, um, and James Wan's like ah oh, boring, speed it up. He doesn't like having to do these types of jobs. Well, this is a like, weird know, job too, because it's
0: it's about diamonds, and they're like, "Well, what's going on?" And they're like, "Well, somebody's stockpiling diamonds, and we think they're going to release them onto the market and drive the price of diamonds down." And right. it was maybe I have a, a wrong interpretation of this, but wasn't isn't MI six like a government run spy program type thing?
3: Yeah, they they imply it's like an the diamond person is like important to the government or whatever. So like doing it as okay. a bit of a favor, so I, like, I think.
0: Why are they getting involved in this? That, that well, they also yeah. He was like, what's going on here?
3: I think there's also there's suspicions about it because um, they don't actually know what it is. Like it's either being stockpiled to depress the prices to, uh, by dumping it onto the market or there's some other scheme going on. But the thing that's concerning and why it's brought to them is that it's not, they're not seeing it show up on the market. People aren't just making money off these diamonds. They clearly have a larger plan. And so, uh, they set up Bond as an assassin, Peter, uh, or sorry, as a smuggler, uh, Peter Franks, um, and heads to Amsterdam to do a little trickery and get Franks, uh, stuck in customs and Bond heads to Amsterdam, uh, as Franks to meet up with the, uh, the smuggling contact, uh, cleverly named Tiffany case.
0: And one of the funniest things here, and I don't know, did you, maybe you guys notice this when he goes to get on the ferry to cross the English channel or whatever, yeah. did you like it? Zooms in on this. It's just like fairy cars, and then in the middle it says hovercraft. Hovercraft, and it just zooms in on that for an awkwardly long amount of time. It's like, yeah, I couldn't tell it.
3: if it was a joke or not. It seemed like they were giant, actual giant hovercrafts. And yeah, we're like, took. we
0: get it, man. Like you don't have to zoom in that close on it.
3: All right, it's a giant yeah. hovercraft. We see it. So, anyways, uh, he shows up, kind of. Flirts a little bit with uh, Tiffany Case. Everything's going super smoothly. Like, Tiffany Case loves him. James Bond loves Tiffany Case. They're all set to do the smuggling. And she's like, okay, you know, come back later. At that time, Bond is told, hey, Frank's escaped. He's going to show up. So then he quickly runs over, knowing that Frank's is going to head to Tiffany Case's place. And they do battle. And he's able to kill uh, Frank's, the real Frank's, uh, by throwing him over uh, the banister of the uh, elevator. And then he's quickly switches IDs with him. So Tiffany case thinks bond that he, that he just killed James Bond. Like my God, you killed James Bond. That's impossible. No one just kills James Bond. You're like, you're in like deep shit. It's basically what she says. Um, and he's like, Oh really? Uh, well, don't even worry about it. Let's uh, grab those diamonds. And she's like, Oh, it's here. And it's like a, she hit him in a chandelier. It's like, okay, how are we going to get them into Los Angeles? And so using Frank's corpse bond, um, you know, brings it into the country. Did you guys get the? Did you guys hear the joke when he brought it into the country and they asked where the diamonds were? The customs agent, yeah, he's an, an undercover FBI, and he made a joke about the uh, where they, he had hit the diamonds.
0: Yeah, because he's sitting there feeling around the stomach and like the legs. He's like, "Where is it?" And he's, what do you say? The usual place?
3: No, he said, alimentary, my dear Watson." Oh, okay. Which is, a, which is a, a play on elementary, but instead of saying elementary, he says alimentary, which is like the digestive tract. So I presume it means it was out mm, well, I but.
2: didn't. See. I'm not yes. smart enough to know that one.
3: It's funny. Nope. I was well. like, whoa, that's a funny goddamn medical joke right there. <laughs> um. So anyways, uh, they're able to get it through. He gets picked up by a group of uh, at a funeral home, like a group of kind of like looking people from a uh, funeral home.
0: Yeah, it's and really weird. They get like, what, five people? Like mobsters on a almost.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, mo- like a mobster's. And they head down to this place. And the idea is okay, they're going to cremate Frank's body, uh, give the um, diamonds over to uh, Bond, who's then going to deliver it to another smuggler. Um, and so Bond sets the diamonds off onto the side uh, or into this area. The smuggler, who's a performer, a Vegas performer, because um, he's, yeah, they're in now they've traveled to Las Vegas. Uh, he. Opens it up, sees the diamonds. He heads out, and at that point, Winton Kid, who we've seen in period periodically in little cutscenes, systematically killing people associated with the smugglers. So he- they've been hired to kind of cover the trail of the diamond smuggling. And so they try to they kill like the smugglers, then they kill um, the person who's supposed to the people who are supposed to pick it up first. Then they kill she a woman who's helping them, you know, get them into Amsterdam. And now it's time to take out. Uh, bond, AKA Frank's uh, who's part of this whole thing. So they're assassins kind of covering everything up. And so when kid really just uh, multiple times in this movie, take out bond, um, almost kill him by knocking him out instead of, instead of just shooting him or doing something easy to kill him. They decide we're going to do the craziest thing to do because that's what we do. And so he puts him into a casket and throws him into the cremator and, he's rescued because it was all fake diamonds. He didn't actually uh, smuggle the diamonds in that way. The diamonds are already hidden away and uh, he doesn't have them. So they stop, they they rescue him, the, the the mobsters and are like, okay, you know, get us the diamonds. And so bond is like, okay, you know, got to get the real diamonds. He heads over to Vegas uh, where he's supposed to deliver the diamonds at some point to the, uh, to that smuggler, the uh, Vegas performer. Um, and in the meantime, he's kind of tooling around uh, Vegas and witnesses or, or more or less witnesses, Whit and kid, the assassins also kill um, that smuggler, that performer um, without knowing that the diamonds had not yet made it all the way up. So they still don't, they don't, they've killed the person in line to pick up the diamonds. And now they have to figure out how to get the diamonds the next step right
0: yes I th- yeah yeah they do and at this point bond's enjoying himself right oh yeah I'm, I'm i mean he's Vegas. got all kinds of stuff i'm gonna go play some craps do whatever man and he's kind of being tricky with all this stuff right because he's
3: he's just going along in like a the guys of this frank's guy but otherwise it's like ah, it's a diamonds thing whatever just make sure we don't lose the diamonds and, and we're okay so he's like playing craps he almost he, he basically pulls plenty of tool no big deal this is a the American Bond girl who's kind of loud and brash and like super into him immediately because he's more or less the best at craps. He's just like, uh, ever heard of it? Craps, uh, ladies, my Mercedes and, uh, plenty of tools. Like, uh, yeah, I'm into it.
0: Well, cause he comes down, and, he flexes some big stacks. He says, Oh yeah. What? It's like a $2,000 limit game. He's like, I want to put 10 grand down. They're like, Uh, sir.
3: To like no, and then he shows them. Yeah, he's like, check he this
0: out. And they're like, "Where'd, where'd yeah, you okay, get that, Bond? What's going on here?" Right. And so man. then, but then she was the,
2: easily the most annoying Bond Bond girl I've ever seen.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, I thought she was. I, I was shocked at how she never showed up again and basically
0: was gone after a second. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, maybe what was she in it even five minutes? barely yeah and no, they're not really not she, they go up yet. they go up to the room
3: and they're going to clearly bone for sure um and at this point bond would take his dick out but he's not on a submarine yet and it's like yeah you know i'm i'm part of her majesty's secret service so i should probably hold off and she's like i understand <laughs> and but then the the mobsters they ambush him and are basically like like throw her out the window yeah into a pool straight out of out the window and I think Tiffany they case call this there.
0: this is a classic case of what's referred to as cock blocking. If I'm yeah, not for mistaken.
3: Sure. Well, technically it's not because then they're they're like get us the diamonds, and then he walks into the bedroom and there's Tiffany Case, ready oh, to oh,
0: yeah I guess. take the place
3: yeah. So they're kind of like they're they're blocking, but then. Yeah, you know. they're like,
0: hey, we know you want this one. We're going to literally throw her out of <laughs> ten stories up into a pool. Right. Here's this over here. Like, hmm. Right.
3: So, um, you
2: you said you mentioned the guy didn't realize there was even a pool down there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He's like, nice. Because what did Bond say when she landed? Nice aim. He's like, oh, I didn't even know there was a pool. Yeah. Savage, man. Yeah, man. Just chuck somebody out of that high up. Yeah. So then
3: they set up this whole scheme. Okay, fine. I'll get you the diamonds. Uh, Bond meets with the FBI and it's like, okay, I'm setting it all up. So Tiffany Case is going to basically get a prize at the circus circus casino, uh, which is all set up like a circus and going to grab this with a real diamond. She's going to be tailed and that way they won't lose it, but she's too tricky and is able to escape with the diamonds and passes them on um, without bond uh, or the FBI really being able to know. And so bond shows up at her house where she's staying and Tiffany case is kind of like shocked because not only is he sitting there and he's like, Oh, I guess you did, decided not to you know, meet up with me and reneged on an our deal. But also there's a uh, plenty of tool dead in the pool having been mistaken for Tiffany case. And it's basically like, yeah, so that that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. They're after you, you were going to be killed. You're only lucky that someone else was here that they mistook for you. So we better be on the same page now and uh figure out what's going on with these diamonds because you screwed me and now we're both screwed so let's let's go and so she's basically like okay we can tail them and they're able to where do they how do they actually get on the trail of the car i'm forgetting this but they end up following the car that has the diamonds in it with the uh in the in like the prize that she won at circus circus
0: well i don't know how they caught i can't up with them. really remember honestly it was really this was all kind of just a cluster that was going on at this point.
3: Yeah, because they're following them, and then it, there's a, an exchange of the diamonds. At which point, uh, Sean Connery or James Bond, he sneaks into the back of the van that has the diamonds in it. And this and, is
0: literally the most insane. Well, maybe not the most insane, but this is one of the most insane things in this. So, she, what's I can't remember what's gosh, what's Tiffany her name? Tiffany Case Tiffany if Case. blocks his van from leaving another guy pulls up behind the van and so the van can't get out james bond literally goes in in between the back of the van and then the car where there's a guy clearly sitting watching what he's doing i know yeah and he sneaks into the back of the van and the other guy's just like i mean maybe be like now like what would we do i don't know what the hell that was but (laughs) that guy just snuck in that van sucks for that driver whatever
3: I have no idea. I thought the same thing. There was a guy like literally looking at James Bond as he snuck into the back of that van.
0: I know. Really strange.
3: Yeah. So anyways, they had this van heads off and goes out into the desert to a uh, remote, like a research facility where he's able to kind of finagle his way in past like security and stuff like that and gets into where all the diamonds are, which is like, uh, it's like a lab with this guy, a professor who's like a specialist in lasers, obviously lasers and uh diamonds lasers you know makes sense and this professor's like super annoyed at bond he's like get out of here but bond is getting all the info he needs and it's like okay got it he leaves and immediately they're like oh shit that was not the person we thought it was and they set the alarm off and all of a sudden there he's running through some weird like research about the moon where everyone's like moving slow and it was like
0: all right weird i interpreted I that scene it. as they were filming the moon landing or was that I a research I, thing? I thought that it, it was. I think that was a research. Yeah. Thing. It was a research thing because oh. it, it
3: seemed like the moon buggy was the the research thing that was in there. I just didn't know understand why people were moving oh. so slowly.
0: I liked it better if it was him crashing the the moon lander. Yeah,
3: the staging of the moon landing. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought well, it was too. He escaped. He escapes in this moon buggy and goes. It busts out into the desert and it's basically like crushing a bunch of people with this like crazy moon buggy. This thing's and then, indestructible. Yeah and then is able to get onto these tiny this tiny little motorbike There's a bunch of like tiny motorbikes p- chasing after him and he jumps on one of those things too really a, a really really good transportation uh movie if you think about it. like hovercraft tiny motorcycles um moon buggy um you know small Mini submarine soap. yeah
0: there's a lot it's of really stuff good. going on yeah
3: i mean Not just much, like just, just weird traditional ones.
0: cars i mean we
3: got that i mean it's going to be i mean this is going to cover a lot of seasons Moon Buggy season, um, Hovercraft season, although there's probably a number of films in the Dude, Hovercraft season. Dude, I bet season. there's I a really lot of Hovercraft
0: movies. That'd be pretty good.
3: That's yeah, a pretty good season. Uh, but yeah, Moon Buggy season's, I guess there's probably a few in there too, anytime they're on the moon, right? Yep. Armageddon, that's a pretty good one. Anyways.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, so, anyways, they are able to escape, elude, uh, and then later at night. They ga- go to
0: the moon
3: in Armageddon. I know. I
0: know.
3: Oh, I know, but they were on a moon man. Buggy. Specialized moon buggies. I mean, we can argue is about it this moon, on the moon buggy podcast. This is going to be like a main sticking point, probably for us. Yeah, is it a moon
2: buggy if it's on Mars? I think so. That's my opinion. No. Change. Okay. The name. Wow.
3: Yeah, okay, moon, so it's a it's a, a, a buggy. Buggy. Uh, it's, tough. <laughs> it's tough. Tough B- buggy buggy podcast just doesn't work that very well. Anyways, they put out the the APO or whatever APB on the uh, on. James Bond in his car. And uh, so the police are all after him when, when they head back into Vegas. And there's a huge chase, kind of a fun scene of them, him like evading the police officers and yeah. is able to crash all the police officers and escape from Vegas again. Do
2: you guys notice how many times they drove past the Golden Nugget?
3: Yeah, like a million. Yeah. Did they? I didn't like pay attention. They're
2: having a chase through the streets of Vegas. But at the time, I mean, it really was just old Vegas and they were just now starting to. Spread out into New Vegas, which would have been like Circus Circus and a few others, right. and Old Vegas. I mean, it's just Fremont Street. Like, there's like, I don't know, a block of. Right. I mean, it's really cool, but they just kept driving past the the the, the Gold Nugget. It was really funny. I, it was, was and it was kind of, attention.
3: it was a little bit weird if you're paying attention to it because people yeah. are crowded along the streets, which makes sense. Like, it even makes sense within the movie, right? Obviously, if you're driving around a big chase scene. In Las Vegas, people are going to be staring in real life or watching a movie being filmed. Uh, So that makes sense. But then when they had to do like scenes where they'd go up on the sidewalk and around, there would just be this giant gap of no people for no reason, not standing on that portion Mm -hmm. of the sidewalk where the car had to go onto it. You're like, well, that looks fake now. (laughs) And there was also like no
0: other traffic to speak of.
3: Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. So, they, but they do a bunch of fun stuff. They crash these cars. They do some jumps. They even at one point gets on the side of the wheel and drives through like a tiny alleyway um, and that
2: kind can of you stuff. Know, so. Can you imagine how much that must have cost to, to shoot that and shut down Vegas? That's in, probably like, why a, a they just like
0: kept that. going past the Golden Nugget. They're like, we right, got yeah. this for like. But that's, six that's all dollars. there is to it, though. Yeah.
2: I mean, you're shutting down all of Vegas almost at that point hmm. to shoot this scene. It was pretty cool that was the Mythbusters actually did uh, um, an episode with part of this um, car chase because this car chase is one where uh, Bond kicks uh, his tire up on like a stairwell and drives his car on one wheel with his car kind of inverted uh, vertically and drives through a really narrow alleyway, which was pretty cool. Um, Obviously, I don't think very, very possible, but um, it was pretty cool to watch
0: did you so did you watch the MythBusters episode
2: yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they disproved it because it, <laughs> it completely changes your steering and stuff and you start just driving in a circle i think or something like that
3: um i don't know what? i've seen i've seen television shows where so they've done it anyways <sighs> uh, i think I this is where it
2: all which is kind of cool forwards. i think i think uh this is where it all started which is neat to see
3: Yep. So then later that night, Bond being all like suave is like, okay, well, I'll see you later to Tiffany case. And then he's like, boop, boop, boop. And like walks out, gets on top of an elevator and immediately scales up into the private area of the person who owns the hotel. This guy named uh, Willard White, who um, th- seems to be connected to the research place. And so he's going to confront him and find out what are you using these diamonds for? And when he get, uh, gets up there, after doing some fancy maneuvering to get up there, what does he find? Bum bum bum! It's not Will or White at all. It's Blofeld. No way! And he's there, and there's there's two Blofelds, double Blofeld. Um, I wouldn't call them twins because it's a perversion of of twins. He's, they made himself a double, made himself a twin by creating a double through plastic surgery. Nay, I oh, say no.
0: Right?
2: You were trying and to tell so, me this wasn't a twin movie, but actually no, no, no. have made the argument movie. for it. I oh, don't know movie? if there's any
0: genetic Dutch. modification going oh, on. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. Dutch. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find some twins in that movie.
3: Yeah, so um, and he used an electronic device to sound like white, which is really weird. It was, it was like an electronic device that at one point he claimed it was like in his throat, but then another it was like it's like in the phone. But it was all weird. Yeah. I didn't get this technology at this point, but no. Blofeld, I mean, Bond kills one of the Blofelds but because he uses the cat to determine, ah, the cat jumped on that Blofeld's lap, so it must be Blofeld and kills him. But then it turned that turns out to be a look alike. You got it wrong. That so, scene
0: was trash. You remember when he it was, shot you? Sh- he shot him in the head, man. and then it like camera looked at him for like two seconds, and then he reacted. It was really bizarre.
3: Also, what's bizarre is at this point Blofeld's sitting there with James Bond sitting in front of him, and it's basically like. James Bond I could 100% shoot you no big deal don't even worry about it uh no one would ever know and my plan would go off without a hitch but instead you get out there and he lets him go into the elevator where he's knocked out by gas picked up by the assassins anyways it's not like he wasn't going to kill him yeah picked up by the assassins taken out to the to the desert and then put into a random pipeline that yep. or not and where they they put the pipeline in the ground I
2: and mean, they somehow don't notice James inside of this like what what was it like a 10 foot long pipe
3: and then it's like oh that would that's going to kill him he won't be able to get out of that pipe he wakes up there's like a machine coming towards him he hops on this machine stop you know breaks it it that sends an alert they open up uh, the repairmen open up an area in the pipeline he just walks out it's like that was a terrible plan just kill him I don't understand if they're going to put the thing what you do is you kill him and then put him in the, the pipe and then the pipe goes in, and that was bodies buried forever. Yeah, no big deal.
2: And uh, uh, even and again, still assuming that no one's going to see him in this like a ten foot long yeah. section of pipe. I mean, there's so many angles where these construction workers would see him in the pipe.
3: It was truly bizarre. I was like, just just kill him all. Like, I, what, why do you need such an elaborate plan in this plane? Even the previous plan would have been a better one. Just put a scorpion in his suit or throw him into a incinerator. No big deal. Yeah, bring him instead, anywhere it's like it's in the crazy. desert like, and bury him yourself. Yeah, so weird. Anyways. Bond come then so Bond just like walks out. Uh he calls up Blofeld, uh, using uh Q, who got it, gets like Ooh. a uh a special device all hooked up for him to sound like um his like uh assassin assistant. And so that's fine. We're we're right there. Cause Blofeld's like, okay, fine, I agree. Uh Willard White, who we've captured and and has locked up, uh is, is too much of a risk now? Go and kill him. Here's the location. And so uh, Bond goes over there. He has this kind of weird battle with a couple of female bodyguards, Bambi and Thumper. Not really sure what that was about either. Um, there's
0: a very popular cartoon named Bambi. Um, uh, there's a rabbit named Thumper. Um, a little but, bit. Uh, oh, gotcha. I have like literally that was so out of left field. I had <laughs> when she said my name's Bambi, I was like. Okay, and then the other one said, my name's Thumper. I was like, what the hell kind of reference are we dealing with right
3: now? It <laughs> was bizarre. And they, they have a bunch of, it's a fight and stuff like that, and the fight's fine. But then they end up in the pool, and he's basically drowning these two ladies. And the FBI comes in and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop drowning them. <laughs> Where is he? And they go They go down and they pick up uh, Wheeler White, who does almost get killed again. Uh, there's an assassin there uh, who tries to kill him, but unsuccessfully. And then White kind of lays out, like, well, um, wh- what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? And Bond's like, well, it must be in one of your locations. It could be here, 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 or Baja um, uh, Peninsula. And he's like, I don't have anything over there. Or Baja, Baja, California. And they're like, oh, that's where it must be. And so they head out to there where Blofeld is um, doing his final plot of using these diamonds like and a special laser satellite and uh which they they weren't able to stop from launching so it's up in the up in the air already and um bond what does he fly out of a helicopter or whatever in a uh a giant
0: inflatable ball it's real weird it is really strange have we talked and about how, how they showcased showcase the satellites and lasers yet has that happened at uh, this point?
3: where where it's going around the earth
0: Yes. Well, but they showed what can be done with it. I don't think... We, I don't know. Sure. Remind me. This is, the, this is our first instance of a sub when Blofeld's showing off what the uh, laser can do.
3: Oh yeah, so it's up there. and it, it, yeah, yeah, you're right. And it just, like, disappeared. Basically, he, he destroys a bunch of stuff with it to start, right? He destroys that oh, submarine. Oh. He destroys a couple other things, I think, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, he destroys a bunch of weapons in different countries, basically, mm-hmm. to show them, hey... You know, I I, uh, I control things now. So China, Soviet Union, United States, uh, you don't. Have, your weapons are meaningless because I got the satellite. And yeah, it's a Soviet Union submarine that he destroys first.
0: And I mean, you see that thing in the water, and it turns bright red, and that's we don't even see it explode, do we? <laughs> Now, so yeah I mean, the water Above the
2: water, they have a really bad CGI. Yeah, kind of there's explosion. there's a couple really
0: bad CGI explosions that they uh, should have invested a little more in for this. Yeah.
3: So they have, there's one last final code about the final like uh, destruction of Washington DC or whatever. Um, that's, on, that's on a cassette tape. So what Bond needs to do is he needs to switch the cassette tapes, and that way it won't, it won't, the final launch won't actually happen. And so he does a bunch of tricky stuff here. He's like taken in by Blofeld's like, Oh, Oh, I was trying to stop you, but you, you foiled my plan. And Blofeld's like, ha ha ha. Let me show you around and show you exactly what my plan is. And so he like explains exactly what's happening. And Bond uh, pretends to kind of like mess with the cassette tape and pops it out. And it's like, Oh, oops, I dropped it. And Blofeld's like, put it back in and so they watch him, put it back in. but he's Which is tricky. ridiculous,
0: right? Yeah. Why would you let him know where that is?
3: Why would you let him even play around with stuff? And I also, don't... why is he still alive? That's
0: a very good question.
3: Yeah. So anyways, he's like, haha, I got it. And he, as he walks out, he gives over to Tiffany Case, who's been captured by Blofeld, uh, the tape. And so everything starts to go to shit. Mainly because it. they said, everything take him blown. away,
2: search, search him one more time and then kill him. So he's going to get searched. So he has to hide it somewhere.
3: Right, and gives it over to Tiffany. And so while everything's going to shit, Tiffany and him bond meet up again, and Tiffany's like, "Oh, I did it. I was able to switch the tapes." And he was like, "He's like, oh shit, really? Like, you just she called pack? her a name, a twit. Was that what he said? Adulter twit. Yeah, something, something. like that. Like, and oh, got so that. while everything's going crazy, Blowfelt's like, okay, time to uh, time to escape as well. Uh, while we're doing this, how do they actually stop the uh? How do they stop the um, satellite? The, I guess it's with the sub, get, right? They, as he's escaping. They, 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 well. they
2: use the wrecking ball.
3: Yeah. All so the, I does it? Yeah, I don't know, because I think as 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 both Blofeld, was trying to escape in a in a specialized uh, midget submarine, and he is trying to escape in this thing, and Bond is able to get control of it and crashes the submarine into the control room and destroys everything. So I think he destroys Blo- both Blofeld, the submarine. And the satellite controls yeah. all in one foul swoop.
2: Yeah, Blofeld ain't dead though. But
3: no,
0: sure, I'm sure Dude, he's never dead.
3: And so then Bond and Tiffany they head off they head off on a cruise to head back to Great Britain. Very long cruise, if you know what I mean. A-o. and uh, Wint and Kid they show up as room service stewards and attempt to kill them with like a hidden bomb. And then they get into a bunch of fisticuffs and. What does he do? He like shoves the bomb into one of their pants or whatever, and they explode. I don't know. It's all crazy. Yeah, yeah really much.
2: weird. He just makes them hold it, and then he pulls his his arms through gives him his like a wedge groin, idea, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. He yeah. Shoves them off the boat with the with the bomb. The other guy gets incinerated. <laughs> oh, that's right. He gets okay. let yeah, on it on it. There's a really weird there. scene. Yeah, there's a really weird uh reaction from Tiffany case where she sees him coming at him with this the flaming skewers and she goes
3: "Ew." Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then at the end Tiffany and pretty, Bond pretty they're crappy. like they're like smooching and they look up into the sky and they go, "How are we going to get those diamonds?" The end. Diamonds are
1: forever. Yeah, that's it, man. They that's- don't
2: leave in the night. Something, Diamonds are
0: forever, yeah. Sean, Sir Sean Connery.
2: That's He's our diamond. He is it's true. Our diamond is forever. forever.
0: But yeah, that's, uh, that's that's that movie. It is. Eek! I'm glad you brought that up because that. And there's so many of those moments, they start to blend. You're like, my God.
2: Really, it was fine. I feel like uh, The Spy Who Loved Me was way cheesier. And this yeah. was doing okay. Other than some of the Winton kid scenes, which I, I kind of went back and forth. What What is the term? Vacillated? Awesome. I, vacillate. I kept going back and forth whether I, I I like these guys or they're a little too hokey or right. they're too cartoonish. I mean, at some point, like like it was ratcheted up so much that I actually kind of enjoyed their presence there.
3: <laughs> no, I, felt- I, and I, I would agree with that. I, I, I enjoyed their presence. I was just a little frustrated with, they keep on outdoing James Bond, which is fine. It's fine for assassins. They're, they're, they're supposed to be very good assassins. So why not? But then to be so bad at actually killing people seems yeah. like, a shame. I know.
0: especially, I right, think so they just like about doing it in
2: unconventional ways.
0: Well, yeah, because I mean, there were many times in this where literally anyone it wouldn't even have to be uh, kid and win, win or Wint. What's his name? Wint. Yeah, Wint. There are other just people, even without names, who have guns on James Bond, especially when he's on that oil rig. They just could have been like, "This guy's out of hand. Like, let's just shoot him." But right, <laughs> nobody does. Nobody tries. Yep, I don't get it. But yeah, when, when kid is walking over with those skewers that are on fire and it's like really slow yeah. on him, I was like, ah, and it's like, it's yeah, a crazy I mean, part. Like that's that guy's best idea.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's his best idea. I know. Like this like, is it. You're gonna, what? Yeah. You can just do anything else other than what he did.
3: <laughs> that, it's no, it, but it's a great part. Like I, it's a great part for my next podcast, which is just about full body burns, uh, <laughs> stunt, stunt. <laughs> And yeah, that'd be a good one. I was very happy to see it. I love full body burns, and there's not enough of them nowadays. I mean, dude,
0: he did get, he got lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. Man. Yep, yeah, he did. Let's, let's do this thing. Let's review these. He's jumping in.
2: Zach's reviewing it first.
1: All right, I'll do it. I don't want to. I won't. I don't want to, but I'll do it. Just for you, Ben. You're champion. Such a... Yeah. It makes me so angry. But this movie doesn't. <laughs> Diamonds Are Forever. What a great James Bond flick. I have seen this one numerous times. I really like this movie. I have good memories of watching it on a nice Saturday afternoon with my grandpa. It's probably so the, the, the nostalgia hits hard with me for this specific one. Um, love the theme song. Love Sean Connery. This is a goofier one, in my own personal opinion. I feel like Roger Moore could have been this kind of a Bond in this type of a gimmicky kind of goofy movie, but I liked it. I what was it? Two hours? Yeah, you know, maybe like fifteen minutes shorter would have been like a sweet spot. But um, but no, I mean I liked it. But you know, this is sub podcast, sub territory. Not a lot of sub. Not a lot of good sub. Sean. It's true. Seven.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Here we go.
3: I'm going to do something different this time. I'm going to jump in second. And, um, I kind of agree. I agree with pretty much all your points. All of them. I, I liked it. Um, I thought the tone, I thought the tone was pretty good. I, I was like enjoying myself. Could have been 15 minutes shorter. I actually felt like the end started to drag a little bit. I liked it up to that point, but at a certain point I was like, we still have 30 minutes left. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. Like you'd be faster. Uh, but otherwise, I was enjoying myself. Um and yeah, I just do wish I wish there was a little bit more. This definitely could have been a mini pod. Obviously, not lengthwise. We've gotten on forever. But uh, the, you know, the amount of submarine that's in this is so small that we really didn't have to do, you know, too much just from a submarine point of view on this movie. So that's kind of a disappointment. But otherwise I was I was enjoying myself even though it's a little bit of a sillier Bond film, uh from those. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's good. So I was gonna come in a seven as well.
0: And come in this Boom.
1: Movie. Fist bump that. Seriously Hello. couple sevens.
0: Bam. Man. <sighs> Brown, you want to go next or you want me to go next?
2: Uh that is your decision. You're the captain.
0: Okay. And I want to hear, hear what you got to say. I want to hear what you got to say. I'm not going to well, let any of this think, color my review. Okay.
2: Well, I don't think I'm going to be too much different from, from Zach and Jamie here. I, um, I general generally, generally enjoyed this, um, uh, Bond film. They're pretty hit or miss for me. And I'd say this was, uh, more hits for me. I, I enjoyed, uh, the, the locale. I'm a big Vegas guy. Love, love Vegas, the casinos, the sand, the showgirls, the prostitution. <laughs> the near- Your favorite disease. things I love I it. That was outside sea limits. The, the, the car chase scene I, I mentioned that it brought me back to watching this back as a child, and then of course the Mythbusters. Mythbusting such an iconic scene. And uh, again, I, we talked about Wint and uh, Kid. I thought they were interesting, unique Bond villains. I thought they ended up being uh, a fun uh, pair of Bond villains. I don't really remember a whole lot of Ernst Stavro Blofeld stuff, so I, I remember reading a lot about that. Doing my fun facts on who's uh, a gentleman that died also this year. Played Stav- Ernst Stavro Blofeld. <laughs> I did the fun facts on him. He was in the uh, one with uh, the command.
0: The oh, Max von Sydow? Yeah. Oh, Sydow, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, I couldn't remember much about Ernst Stavro Blofeld, so I was excited to see an Ernst Stavro Blofeld uh, portrayal. Um, and like we, we mentioned, I mean, for the most part, it actually wasn't overly hokey. I feel like there were less of the really – lame uh sexual innuendos that there were in the spy who loved me i did not enjoy the spy who loved me um this one steered clear of a lot of that i mean there's still a little bit and you got to have a little bit or else it's not james bond um good action scenes uh some really bad deus ex machina moments uh really confusing (laughs) Uh, decisions by the villains at times. Uh, but I mean, that's what Bond's always been. It's always been a little over the top and far-fetched. And you got to kind of watch a few of these to be reminded of that, that this, that's just what James Bond is. And this was just perfect James Bond essence. And we got uh, to see Sean Connery on full display. And uh, he's our guy. And I, I got to give him credit. I'm going to give this a six and a half. Six and a half? A couple oh.
0: sevens? I'll bring up the rear here. Call me the Caboose, whatever you want. Caboose! Yeah, buddy. Definitely change the uh, opening theme song. <laughs> the Caboose. Uh, so, uh, diamonds are forever, man. Sure. Diamonds are forever. I immediately had questions in my mind. I think I would brought it up when MI6 was getting involved with some kind of diamond operation to... Stopped the flooding of the Diamond Market. uh, Immediately, I was like, "Eh, what what, what are we doing here? And eventually, it, it did end up playing out, so that was fine. Sean Connery's acting great. He's awesome. I liked the fight scenes, especially with him and Frank's in the elevator and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. We had a lot of car chase scenes. Some unnecessary and some just kind of long. I I liked it better when I thought that what they busted into was the filming of the moon landing. I immediately yeah. I liked that. And you guys just wrecked that for me, so that's fine. <laughs> it still could have been. I'm, yeah, could have been. There was no explanation on it. Uh, Kid and went. I mean, Mr. Kid had this clutch hair. I don't know what you call it, like a skulllet type thing, maybe. I don't know really what it was. So good. It looked like a, like a cockerel or something. Yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty great. The fact that he got lit on fire and then their death at the end was so bizarre. Also, I don't even really know what they were doing when I was watching. I was like, I don't know who these guys are other than that they're killing people, doing whatever. And we we talked so much about the situations that Bond gets into where someone could easily just pop a cap at him and he's done. But right. nobody does yeah. that. It's always insane. And I don't know. It, it was long. I thought it was long. I thought there was a lot of unnecessary stuff. And I'm just going to... You guys are going to hate me for it, but I'm going to give this like... I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm going to give it like a... Three point seven five.
1: Boo! Boo! Wow. Boo! No, Boo. Yeah. Boo. That is no. A- vote him <laughs>
3: off. Get Kyle out. <laughs> that is
2: such a wrong answer, dude. You guys yeah. talked me up from a six. I was coming in with with a six for this one, and
3: this is all a it's all a conspiracy theory by Kyle. He just he wants to get kicked off the podcast so that he can get his sweet play- PlayStation time. Yeah, sack. that's
2: all he wants. Jokes on I, you, Kyle. I failed to
3: mention I'll never
2: keep mute forever um it's a classic john john berry that's the composer right it's a classic the song bomb. is
0: great yes all right love
1: we heard we heard all of our we, we heard the three of our sophisticated answers and you, we've heard one pile of shit right now let's yeah. hear
0: from love it dun 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 Dude, I was working on an auto tune for you for that. You can keep gonna, talking, but I'm not seeing results. I know, man. I gotta get it right. I gotta get it so it's so good. You know, it's like it's like you're
1: giving me updates. Like it's like I gave you a bunch of money and you're giving <laughs> me updates on like a product. Like you keep telling me, no, man, the hoverboard's gonna work. Just, I'm working on it. I'm like, okay, okay. I turn around
0: to my friends, I'm like, guys, I got no
1: fucking. idea. you yeah, yeah, like blew doing. it all the first night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, dude, I went to. I played craps, double or nothing.
1: <laughs> Got a Corvette, drove it in a pole. <laughs> Flee the scene. <laughs> Anyways, love the hate it. What do we want to hear first?
0: Let's do hate it. Let's end on a high note. Oof. Oof. Okay.
1: This is a one out of ten hate it. Unbelievably lousy. This is coming from Jose P.H.P. Turner, February 2009. I'm an old man of 58 who saw this when it first came out. I think I remember thinking it was okay. I watched it in other Bond film again because I could see them in HD. I'm sort of amazed at how weak and lazy this film was. Just a fraction of creativity of the first four Bond films. Dr. No, Goldfinger, From Russia With Love, and Thunderball. When I say fraction, I mean about a tenth as good. In those earlier films, you could see some success jumping into fantasy land and imagining being part of the action and suspense so to speak. In this film, you'd fall asleep even trying. Connery had gained so much weight and looked so old that he is unbelievable as a carrier of double O designation. All I can say is, gee, I wish I could have make as much money in my life as Connery did here and give almost nothing to customer to earn it. Finally, I liked silly... I like seeing Jill St. John in high death.
2: Hmm.
1: Ooh. Actually, my main reason to watch this. She Ooh. is extremely attractive here. That's true. She's about 68 years now. Yep. I wonder if she is still a 10 for that age category.
3: Well, for the
0: age category. Wow. One out of ten. Well, we got a real lady. Well, that sounds there. that
3: sounds more like a that sounds like more like a two out of ten.
1: Yeah, that it was a weird one. This one <laughs> is love it coming it's from our guy Keenan Draft.
0: Oh. oh, man.
1: October 2000 worst Connery Bond film. 10 out of 10. This was the worst Connery Bond film, but not the worst Bond film, which is reserved for Man with a Golden Gun. Ooh. Connery, for some reason, looks older than today. I suspect he got caught up with some kind of <laughs> substance abuse. Oh, my God. During that time period <laughs> that affected his looks. So speculation, speculation at
0: this point, right?
3: This is all speculation.
1: Also, the film was done cheaply. hearsay. <laughs> the film was done cheaply, probably because the money went to Connery in order to lure his big name back into the role. I don't think that's a probably. I think that's well known. But I also suspect the producers also meant to ruin Connery by making him look bad, to convince people in the long run that it would be better to look for some new stud to play Bond because Connery was no longer the same man. The plan worked big time. (laughs) Meanwhile, Moore took care of himself. And despite being three years older than Connery, Actually, looked ten years younger during the same time period because Moore's ambition mm. was to inherit that role for quite a while. Still, mm. compared to the other action movies overall, the worst Bond movies still count as one of the best. Ten out of ten. <laughs> there we go. I
0: mean, there's a lot of it's a ro- roller coaster ride. A lot of conspiracy theory type stuff in there. I mean, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. You know, I think it's exciting. Yeah, All right, gonna, I mean, yeah. we talked about it. Like the CGI looked like trash on those explosions. They could sure. have spent, like, I don't know, thirty bucks more, whatever, made it look a little <laughs> bit more real.
3: But I don't. Know. And I lo- I loved the, um, the satellite, and that was the second time we saw it. We had just seen it in the other, that other movie. Which one? Oh, uh, we saw we just saw it in. I have it here, right here. Uh, stealth fighter. In EMP. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. To... It was shooting all over the place with laser beams, and that movie too. They just reused it. way, I'm going to do something a little different. Instead, so they have a huge trivia thing on IMDb, and I'm like, forget it. I only have eyes for one thing, and that's this piece of trivia for you guys. The original plot had Gert Frobe returning as Arik Goldfinger's twin from Goldfinger, seeking revenge for the death of his brother. The character was a Swedish billionaire with a laser mounted. On a super tanker. A little bit of twin connection, a little twin trivia for all you out there getting ready for twin immersion.
0: Now and then that was the original plot. I
3: was what I said. Original plot had our Goldfinger's twin. Ah, dude. Seeking that'd be revenge.
0: So good with a laser mounted on a tank.
3: It's true. And then just a little bit of uh, casting what ifs. So George Lazenby was asked to make a second Bond film, but declined. Ah, uh, because of the uh, contract, it would have been very restrictive and a long contract if he had if he, if he had done it. Then they wanted Burt Reynolds. This is something that had come up, I think, is kind of well known, um, but was unavailable, and that would have been crazy. Burt Reynolds is James Bond.
0: I can't even imagine that. No,
3: and then I can't Jan, either. John Gavin was signed on, and he had played a French spy. OSS one seventeen was actually signed for the movie, and then Adam West turned on the role because he didn't think it made sense. That he would play James Bond. Michael Gambone turned it down because he was in terrible shape uh, and w- felt like he couldn't play James Bond.
0: Like, look, I can't possibly get fit enough to do that. I got other right. shit going on. So then, at
3: the last minute, Sean Connery a- agreed to return for a very large salary at the time, over one million dollars. And on top of that, Albert Broccoli, the producer, insisted that Gavin, uh, John Gavin, who had s- signed a contract to play Bond, be paid his salary. So they were already behind the eight ball by quite a bit in terms of how much money the movie was going to cost. And it's interesting because you have this whole thing and they're going through all these people and they missed they missed a name. Guys, you know who else was up for this role? Uh, Mr.
1: Eh, something?
3: Ned Beatty Harris. Ned Beatty Harris, it's true. And he was going to play uh, not an American James Bond because everyone knows that Harris is actually German, but a German James Bond. Uh, with a deep German accent, like, like Ed Harris' uh, natural accent. Um, and do you know what his, uh, the, the, they were going to try to set him apart a little bit from Sean Connery. Do you know how they were going to do that? Mm, lather him up in grease. So, yeah. So, like, usually uh, James Bond is like all like dapper in a tuxedo and he's like shaking, not stirred. Whatever. Don't even worry about it. That's my James Bond impression. Uh, Ed Harris, instead, he'd be uh, shirtless, uh, all greased up. And uh, his would wouldn't be a a, a martini. It would be a, a Coors Light that he would slam, and then he'd go, "Dude, that's right, baby." James no, Bond forever. That was that's gonna be his catchphrase.
0: My kind of movie, right there. I'd watch that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a missed opportunity, really. They could still do it. Can you imagine now? Mm, yeah, that's Ed true. Ed Harris now make that movie. Be like grease it, grease him up. Dude, they could throw him I'm in uh, in like a Kingsman type thing. Put him in the yeah, mix I like Kingsman. Those are good movies. Mm -hmm.
3: But yeah, and then
2: strength and coors light.
3: Coors light. Good idea. Love Coors Light. Uh, but then I in in memory of Alex Trebek, also passed away. I am doing a Jeopardy round for you guys. The title of the round is Diamonds Are Forever. (gasps) Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. It's 100, 200, 300, 400, 500. Uh, who gave it the lowest? That would be Kyle, like an idiot. Uh, yeah. Do you, What What number do you want?
0: Let's climb up, 200. man. Let's go
3: 100. 100. If you were born in this month, the diamond is your traditional birthstone. No fooling. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Yep. Yeah. What is April? Very good. April. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, just, you picked up on the hint. the No, no fooling. fooling. Yeah. No I was fooling. like, is anybody else going to get that? All right, Bram, you're up next. What do you want, 200, 300, 400, 500? 200, please. Uh stolen in 19 uh, 1792, but later rediscovered. Uh, sorry. Stolen in 1792, but later recovered. The uh Regent Diamond is on display in this French museum. The Louvre? Yes, very good. Ding ding ding. All right, Zachary, 300, 400, or 500? Let's do it. 300? Yeah. Carol Channing introduced the song Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend in this Broadway musical in nineteen forty-nine. Hmm.
1: hmm. Um let's say. Um maybe I'll say hmm, maybe it's
0: Ah. Podcasting, Okay, I think I know it. I think I know it. Kyle, what is it? Breakfast at Tiffany's?
3: It is not Breakfast at Tiffany's. Sorry, dang it, it is not. Broadway musical. It is a Broadway musical from 1949. It's got to be like Chicago or something. It's not. It is gentlemen (laughs) prefer blondes. I never would have guessed that. No. (laughs) All right, so now you guys have to buzz in for the 400, 500. So 400. (sighs) One of the plain surfaces of a cut diamond, the brilliant cut, has fifty-eight. Braum. Yep. Facet? Yes. Very good. Look at that. Brahm coming in hot. What? And the then heck, who's that guy? And then five hundred, a forty one point nine four carat diamond is named for this emperor. We assume his wife, Carlota, was mad about it. all right we'll let that hang for a second but that's going to be the end of that one so there's a couple hints (laughs) here one was was mad about it and then wife carlota so wife carlota maybe a little bit of hint was mad about it i'm wondering if they're alluding to maybe mad max because it's maximilian Mm. uh talking about mexico emperor of mexico all right and then i don't think we really have to do much but hit that phantom zone engage the phantom Again, sir. Come on, it's uh, it's John Connery. Come on,
0: it is. Come on. Come on. Is that it? Is that all you're oh, doing for oh, it? Right?
2: Yeah, that's oh, it. John okay. Connery. It's wonderful. Yeah, wonderful.
0: Drop the, drop the mic. I do have something tonight. It's it's sub sub, sub world. Wide. wide, wide, wide,
2: Long time since we got a nice edit to jive with what your actual topic
0: is. I know. And it's not, I'm not even doing subs tonight. But I'll have to do that again. I know what you're talking about, man. Last time I did Ferraris worldwide, mm, scared my neighbors. I was out there revving up that sweet Mercury Mariner. But tonight, sick, dude. Tonight. We've got diamonds worldwide. So I feel like an idiot for missing that last question, Jamie, because hmm. I've got something here that references that. Ruby's diamond are, diamonds are forever. And diamonds, man, whatever. Let's just get into it. I found some interesting facts about them. This is from Brilliant Earth, an article titled 15 Amazing Facts About Diamonds. From Celeste Whoa. Perron, written on March 31st, 2019. So I didn't know this. I didn't know where they formed. But uh, how far underneath ground do you guys think diamonds form?
1: Uh, uh, five miles. Okay. Seven and a half. Okay.
2: I would guess extremely far, but then also at the beginning of this movie, we saw the Africans, and there was like natural light pouring in.
0: Natural light does pour in when you tip the can.
2: I don't know. He's confused. Uh, A thousand, a thousand meters.
0: What you're going meters? Okay, a thousand meters. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Damn it, bro. I'm I'm from Britain.
0: Well, oh, good, good I mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw anyways. Another on the yeah. Trimple the Barbie. <laughs> All right. Diamonds Let's form 100 miles below the Earth's surface. 100 miles? Wow. 100 miles below the Earth's surface.
3: That's a lot of miles.
0: Suckers. That's a very good question, bro.
2: It's probably going to be coming out in like, mountains and volcanoes are made volcanoes volcanic activity
0: guys look at you you guys have got it figured out and so i did a uh, i did a little bit more reading on this and i found an article by hobart m king phd rpg and it's titled how do how do diamonds form uh from geology.com so you know it's legit not just anyone can have a website right you have to uh pay for one. And the depths and temperature, well the depth creates the pressure and then the temperature has to be like at least 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. For overseas listeners that is 1050 degrees Celsius. And this doesn't happen just literally anywhere under the Earth's surface at a hundred miles down. Uh, it actually usually takes place on the stable interior sections of continental plates. And something that I also found interesting is, I guess that question could be a little misleading with where are they formed. I mean, that's where they're usually formed, but they also could be formed at the surface of the Earth uh, with an asteroid impact. Uh, Temperature and pressure can be great enough to form them, and diamonds have been discovered at crash sites.
2: Hmm.
0: And ironically enough, I guess we can also make them ourselves in labs um usually they're not made for like the jewelry and all that type of stuff they are usually made for like industrial purposes when you're looking at like diamond tip saw blades and putting diamond dust on stuff to make it harder but can be made takes an incredible amount of energy to get the pressure and temperature where you need it to be uh continuing on with the Article from Brilliant Earth, though. The word diamond is derived from the Greek word adamas, meaning invincible. During the Middle Ages, diamonds were thought to have healing properties. The largest diamond ever found was the Cullinan diamond in South Africa, weighing in at 1.33 pounds in 1905. The mine's owner did gift it to King Edward And when you look at this just massive diamond, they said, hey, why don't we just go ahead and cut that up? So they cut it up into nine large diamonds and a hundred smaller ones. The three largest are on display at the Tower of London, part of the Crown Jewels. The Mm. first uh, diamond engagement ring was used in 1477 when Archduke Maximilian of Austria said that he wanted all of his friends, and every man from that point on, to have to spend a lot of money on a rock to get married. So, thanks a lot, Archduke Maximilian. We owe you a great debt. And then another couple of cool things I found here. I guess she got two more. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna head out into space, boys. We're going intergalactic here. So there is a uh, planet, 55 Cancri E. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But it is a uh, planet that was discovered in the Milky Way system in 2004. It's mostly a carbon planet. And it is said that that whole planet is one-third diamond. Whoa. That's that's a lot of diamond. A lot of diamonds. That That's a the lot market. of diamonds. <laughs> and if that wasn't cool enough, there is a uh, white dwarf star, BPM 37093. And oh, if of course. I know. Everybody knows that one, like the back of their hand. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with astronomy terms, or whatever, I will really. Uh, Dumb this down because I'm not super great with astronomy. But a white star, a white dwarf, is essentially when a star burns out and hangs hangs there. Um, but this star has completely crystallized and is a massive diamond. It is an entire diamond, thought to be. I mean, it's probably the largest diamond, at least in the known universe, and it is nicknamed. Lucy after the Beatles song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds.
2: Oh, uh, that's not about diamonds though.
0: I know. I'm not the one who named it. Yeah. I would have named it something Poor. sweet, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What would you named it? Oh man. Darren.
0: There he is right there, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> Solid name. Probably. Yeah, that'd be a good name. Look like, at this massive diamond Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I like what? I like that actually. That is a pretty good name. Or Randy. Randy. Yeah, that'd be Kevin. good. Too. Kevin, Kevin, that'd the be dog. A good. One.
3: Yeah. Oh, that oh. piece of shit dog. That's not talking yeah, about man. him
0: now. We have it's to about him. Right? It's been a while, man. What's what's been going on <laughs> with Kevin? We haven't talked about him Kevin. in like ages.
2: Well, he's definitely put on the COVID nineteen. He's uh looking a little rotund. Hmm. And, uh, but he's hanging in there. Toenails are super long. Can't cut his toenails or else he will literally vomit and shit everywhere.
0: Really? So, That's savage, yeah. man.
2: Yep. You can Damn. cut like one toenail at a time and then you got to try and get another one the next day.
0: Dude, you know, you can get, you can get like a, you know, like a Dremel tool, a little rotary tool. You can get those and get, uh, sanding plates and grind them down.
2: I bet he'd love that.
0: Yes. He probably would. Well, that's good. If they had any big medical bills with uh, Kevin, because my dog keeps racking him up, man. Just one after the oh, other. yeah, this
2: dog's dog's a nightmare. He's so, he's so pathetic. You almost, I I love him. I mean, he's so pathetic. You love him, but
0: <laughs> it's that, it's that <laughs> right. he's, he's, he's like, a piece of shit. Wow, wow, Kevin, if you're listening, yeah, Kevin. Brahms wearing Kevin, his if on you're his out sleeve there, right bud. now, man.
2: I love you, bud, but you got to get your shit together.
0: <laughs> wow. Amazing. Does anybody have, yeah, no, no, no. A, Mustard Man is gone. Does anybody have any news? I know I tweeted out that article about a bear getting shot in a submarine, but if anybody had anything else. I feel like they were something big.
3: I mean, other than the, the de- recent deaths, but I thought there was another thing, but I might be wrong. Sub-related? Yeah, but I guess maybe not. See,
0: there's been a lot of big things lately, but not necessarily sub-related.
2: Uh, I got nothing.
3: Yeah, no, I <laughs> don't right. think
2: so. Throw me that sick beat. Tube 3 ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. All right. So got a little fun fact countdown. I don't know. Feels like it's been a, been a while since we had some fun facts. Um, and you know, you guys know I like to throw out a versus fun facts every now and again, where you guys have to tell me who these fun facts belong to. And what better time than to honor the, the age-long rivalry between Sean Connery and Alex Trebek than to have a little Connery versus Trebek fun facts. So you guys are going to have to tell me who is attributed to each of these fun facts. Number one, the celebrity polished coffins before finding fame.
0: I feel like that's gonna be Sean Connery. Really? I, like my, I have no idea. Instantly went Trebek on. It. <laughs> I, I think think like, it's Sean I think it's Trebek. All right, Sean Connery. Right every, on
3: every,
2: every vote. I'm every, every, the swing vote. Every, every. Okay, so, Sean Connery, swing vote. Thanks for stepping in, Zach, because you just scored a point for the team into Sean Connery.
0: Oh, there we go, Can't man. Wait. What else? Every you time do I do there, this, Zach's
2: always like, I I don't fucking know. Yeah. That's the point. It's a fun fact. We got to learn these facts together. The next one here: uh, this celebrity owned a 700-acre horse breeding farm and winery.
0: Oh, that's that Alex sounds Quebecy. Trebek.
2: They're
0: Going so Trebek? sure. Yeah, Alex Trebek. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right, you guys are two for two. That is Alex Trebek. Next one. This celebrity spent a summer at a Trappist monastery to become a silent priest, but left by summer's end, citing that they felt that they would not be able to take a vow of silence. Sean Connery, you
1: think okay. it's Sean
0: Connery? Dude, I How think. About
2: Jamie?
0: Yeah, I think it's Trebek. Man, Trebek seems like more like the guy who would do that. You think Sean Connery would do that? So right. that's my thought.
2: To go, Jamie. Connery. Two votes, Connery. You guys no longer are perfect. It is Ah. Alex Trebek. Gosh, dude, come
1: on!
0: Trebek's like
3: long, life soft spoken. I just thought he was like a full time TV guy the whole time. That
0: is wild, though. I didn't know anything about this about Trebek. I mean this. What's this guy doing?
2: Can you imagine if this wild ride continues for Trebek with this next one? Because this celebrity worked as a nude model for college students before <laughs> finding fame.
3: John, Sean. Man, it's got to be Sean. Jonathan Connery. Connery. Sean.
2: Well, this is Sean Connery. Although that would have been a hell of a backstory for Alex Trebek. My
0: God, he's like, yeah, I used to be a nude model. Now I am here trying to be a monk, and now we're gonna buy a horse ranch <sighs> and then host make the some wine. Show. This,
2: yeah. This fun fact comes from CNN quoted in a 1965 interview as saying, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong about hitting a woman. Although I don't recommend doing it in the same way that you'd hit a man. That's Sean an Connery. open-handed slap.
0: That's Sean Connery.
2: An open-handed slap is justified. If all other alternatives fail and there has been plenty of warning.
0: That's Sean Connery. hundred percent. Sean Connery. Yep.
2: This, this was on a CNN fun facts coinciding with the passing of Sean Connery. That is a Sean Connery fun fact. Thank you, CNN. Yeah. Thank you.
0: just Remember people in the their best possible light. So,
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I will, I'll take a hardline stance. Uh, CNN, you suck. Uh, next one. This the celebrity tried his hand at being a news anchor before finding fame.
0: I feel like that's no, gotta be
2: Trebek.
3: That's gotta be Trebek. Back.
2: Yep. That is Alex Trebek. You guys are doing pretty good. What are you? Six, uh, five for six. Uh, two more. Uh, this next one. For many years, his breakfast was a Snickers and Diet Cola.
3: That is a Trebek special right there.
0: Is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. All right. yes, I'm confident. It
2: is. I am. That, that is the Trebek special. You guys are wow. six for seven going into the final fun fact. Uh, this one also comes from CNN. This is in uh, a 1987 interview with Barbara Walters. the celebrity said, I wouldn't change, change my opinion from 1965.
3: There's no, nothing really, particularly wrong with hitting a woman. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say this this sounds definitely like sean connery still
0: i i really wish that all that was (laughs) alex trebek because you'd be like what the hell is going on with this guy
3: just clue after clue yeah it's alex trebek
2: i cannot believe that's sean connery i could not believe that like everything else was like legitimate like fun facts like he picked up the role of james bond you know became you know won this you know lifetime achievement award and then these were two of the fun facts i was just like what the (laughs) fuck are you doing
0: especially like over 30 years later he's like yeah whatever man i stand you know what you stand by what he's saying right i mean
2: yeah doubles down even
0: yeah a lot of people a lot of people be like oh man i wouldn't change my opinion yeah (laughs) hell no (laughs)
2: But, All right, uh, you guys did pretty good. Seven of eight. Those are the Connery versus Trebek fun facts. Thank you, gentlemen.
3: Awesome. Oh, well, thank you
0: very much, Ben. Is
2: that Whoa, Elvis? is that is that Elvis? Elvis just walked in here?
0: Maybe the King. Is it time? Wait, when did you lose your sunglasses, Ben?
2: I, I've had them off for a long time. It's Seriously? hard to read with those on. Yeah, man.
0: Where have I been?
2: It blacks out my screen.
0: Oh, are they uh polarized? they're pretty robust. Alright, man. Uh, I don't know. Is it time? It's time. It's time. Give it to the guy. Do,
3: do,
1: do, do. Do, 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 do. Zach Fax, it's Zach Fax. When are you going down? Get some Zach Facts. When you're going down.
0: Look at you wow. with that finger dance.
1: So how do you do that? How do Are you, you do joking?
0: It? No. How do you do it?
1: You're hands, fucking joking. You place them together. You move your middle fingers next to each other and you twist. And then you turn and then you play.
0: I can't. I can't. What fear. do you mean you can't? Joking. Oh, yeah, I was twisting the wrong way for years. <laughs> you got years?
1: it. Probably your whole freaking life,
2: Kyle. We'll I don't it, really Kyle. have it. I don't really no, have it. No, no, no. What's that? <laughs> All That's right. not right. What are you? Uh, not your right. two middle finger. Your oh, two middle fingers. Yeah, crossing. I have two middle go. fingers. Yes. Now keep them crossed, and now rotate your hands. There you go. Yes, he did you it, go. ladies and gentlemen.
1: He got it. He did
0: it. Yeah. Oh, it, it is true. You do learn something new every day.
1: And that's a fact. <laughs> that's amazing. Boom. Okay, let's get. So this in the honor of so um, natural remembering <laughs> Sean Connery the man, the myth, the legend. We are doing a couple classic, internet classic Sean Connery jokes. And these are facts as jokes. Number one. I told Sean Connery I was crushed by a pile of books. He said... I only had my shelf to blame. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that. Fact number two
1: What time does Sean Connery usually arrive at Wimbledon?
2: At Turnish time. Turnish. Oh, there we go. I get it. Good, good one. Two for two. Are you getting these off, off the internet? I've got them saved. These
1: are some internet classics, and that's oh. a fact.
2: I was, Here's I was the thinking, one I got. like, organically coming up with these, which was genuinely impressive.
1: Oh, no, I'm not Awful. that impressive. But no this one next one, this <sighs> next one's a good one. So Daniel Craig and Sean Connery walk into a bar, and what happens? They bond. Oh, you, you wrote that?
2: Yeah, that's the one you wrote. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you wrote that one, Zach? Yeah, nice. Yeah, that, that one kind of sucked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it. I, okay, so I do. Yes, it wasn't as good as the other two, but I still liked it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the effort, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to be honest with my friends and say, yeah. don't bring that one up at a bar. Oh, you're married, though, so fine.
0: You got nobody it, to impress anymore, man. That's yeah. just how it goes. I'll give it a B or a B- minus for effort.
2: I'm a your, B- your kids, kind of your guy. Your kids will love that someday. If I got
3: the sperm? Well, I mean, I don't know. The kids have to be kind of old to realize much about that yeah. joke. Pepper it in. The and other like one's the shelf about. one, though. That shelf one, though. Kill it. It's, it's going to kill it. Lead off with that one.
1: Okay. Are we smashing? Are we done? That was it? Oh, yeah. That's it.
2: All right.
0: Nope. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at macestudios at gmail.com.